Well, God bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made and we have chosen to rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Point of Praise Family Life Center's virtual worship experience. I am so glad that you decided to join us this morning. It's going to be an amazing time of impartation and inspiration. God is going to do something amazing and astounding in your life on today. And I'm so glad that you felt poor enough in your spirit to connect with us so that you can receive the word from the Lord. I truly believe that this morning something good is about to happen for you. Won't you make that declaration right in the comment area? Just put in the comment area, something good is about to happen for me. And I want to welcome all of my first time guests and those of you that never have experienced the point of praise of Family Life Center's virtual worship experience or in-person gathering. We want to thank God for you. And this is what I want you to do if you are a first time guest. I need you to text welcome to 845-209-1303. Again, text welcome right there. Put it right there uh, in the message area and text this number 845-209-1303. So that we can rush out a special gift uh, to you to show you how much we appreciate you. Also, if you would like to, uh, you can take your phone out, go to the photo section of your phone where you take your pictures and put it right on the QR code and you will be able to fill out the information that way. And someone from our aftercare team will be in, in contact with you and I'll make sure that I rush this special gift out to you. Listen, let's be evangelistic uh, this morning. We know that we've been teaching on uh, the art of personal evangelism in our ministry, and we have an easy way you can partner with us today in our evangelistic efforts. What you can do right now, you can start a watch party and so that everyone on your social media platform can be a part of what we're experiencing on this morning. I believe your Facebook community needs to connect with us. So again, start a watch party and also like and share uh, with those individuals that are connected with you today. I really do believe miracle signs and wonders is about to take place uh, on this morning. And I don't want people that's connected to you to miss out on what God is about to do. This morning, we celebrate our senior pastor, Pastor Childs and Lady Childs. We thank God for you. And we celebrate my lovely wife, uh, First Lady Shamika Brown. We know during this time, this is a time that we meet and greet uh, one another right in the common area. So let's connect with each other. I would love to see who's on with us today. Let's meet and greet one another on this morning. God bless you all. God bless you, Sister uh, Cynthia Childs. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Alice. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Joyce Williams. Thank God for you being on with us on this morning. Come on, let us know that you're on and while you're doing that, make sure you like and share. I don't want anybody to miss what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do today. God has a powerful message that he wants to release in your hearing. God bless you, Brother Markel. Good to have you on this morning. God bless you, Sister Quenisha Simmons. Glad you're on with us. God bless you, Brother Todd. Thank you for being on with us this morning. God bless you, Sister Faith Rodriguez. 
Thank you for connecting with us on this morning. Again, if you are our first time guest, make sure uh, you text 845-209-1303 right in the message area. Uh, put the word welcome. We want to make sure that we get a gift out to you uh, for connecting with us. God bless you again, Sister Joyce, all the way from North Carolina. North Carolina is in the house. Come on, let's meet and greet one another. Also, we want to celebrate God for uh, Mother Giles. It's her birthday, so happy birthday, Mother Giles. She's one of the hardest workers uh, in the kingdom of God, so we wish you a happy birthday. We pray that God will enlarge your territory. We pray the blessings of the Lord will make you rich and add no sorrow to it. So happy birthday to you. We pray that you have an amazing day on today. Who else is on with us this morning? Come on, we wanna meet and greet you uh, on today. We love the people of God. Also, we wanna celebrate God for our culinary arts uh, ministry who did an amazing job on last week. Uh, for our fall backyard barbecue. It was so successful. Uh, the testimonies we were able to hear on last week, they were so encouraging and inspiring and tear jerking. It was just an amazing time of, of fellowship and connectivity uh, on last week. And I wanted to take this time out to celebrate God for our culinary arts ministry, who did an incredible job as always we love you guys so much and ladies we love you so much and we thank god for all that you do all right let's dive into the word of god let's pray father in jesus name we thank you and we praise you for who you are we thank you for you do all things well you are so amazing you're so incredible you're awesome in all your ways and we want to take this opportunity and this time to thank you and praise you and lift your name up holy spirit we ask you to flow unhindered and unchecked by any um, satanic experience you know his name by name circumstance by circumstance situation by situation meet us at our point of need we bind and rebuke the plans and the schemes of the enemy we come against every distraction we declare and decree miracle signs and wonders god we thank you hallelujah for restoring the joy of our salvation we thank you for your river flowing on this morning we thank you for being the god of a turnaround we thank you for turning our situations around we thank you for a mouth transfiguration experience where our lives are charged challenged and change we thank you for the souls that shall be saved on today we thank you for the backsliders that shall return we thank you and we praise you oh god for every testimony and every praise report that we shall receive because of this message on today now father we ask you to bind my will to your will bind my emotions to your holy spirit let my thoughts be your thoughts let my ways be your very ways and father we declare and decree right now that satan is defeated you are exalted and right now we have the victory in Jesus' name, let all of God's children shout amen and amen. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Maria. Well, I'm ready to dive into the word of the Lord, and I pray that you're ready to receive uh, from the Lord. Last week, we started a teaching entitled New Season, New Things. God gave me a prophetic word for the people of God, and I thank God for the prophetic word that uh, he has given me, but I'm going to be more pastoral in my presentation 
uh, on this morning because I want you to get some step-by-step information so that this prophetic word can become a reality in your life. I don't want you just to be inspired, but I want you to be inspired to do. Again, I want you to be inspired to do. I want this word to become a reality uh, in your life. So again, I'm going to be pastoral in my presentation uh, on this morning, even though this is a prophetic word. And I'm saying to you, those of you that have an ear, I want you to hear what the spirit is saying to us as the church, because I believe with all of my heart that we are in a new season and we're going to experience new things. I believe that God is going to open one major door that's going to cause multiple opportunities to manifest in your life. The word of the Lord says it like this. I set before you an open door that no man can shut. That open door is an opportunity. God is going to give us access in this new season. God is going to do multiple things in our lives. And I want you to raise your level of expectation to receive from God. And I believe that God is going to do more than you can ask or think or imagine according to the power of the Spirit of God to do some amazing things. He's going to wow us. Uh, in this season. And I'm excited about that. And I want you to be excited about that. I want you to raise your level of faith. Glory be to God and get ready to receive from God because God is going to do something new in your life. Matter of fact, scratch that. Just declare this. God is doing something new in my life. God is doing it right now. The work has begun. The momentum has shifted. And I'm telling you right now, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. God has some things prepared for you. Glory be to God. You haven't seen it yet, but you're going to see it. I'll say it again. You haven't seen it yet, but you are going to see it become a reality in your life. God is about to manifest some new things in your life. So let's go to our foundational text. Well, let's back up before we do that, before we go to our foundational text, because when we do our virtual worship experience, it's real interactive. So let's, let's, let's become interactive real quick. When you hear uh, this this title to this this message, to this prophetic word, when you hear this prophetic word that God is given us new season, new resonates in your spirit. When you hear this prophetic word, what resonates in your spirit personally? New season, new things, because I want you to personalize what God is saying. Yes, God is doing something corporately, but most important, God is doing something individually in this season. So I want you to personalize this message. When you hear new season, new things, what resonates in your spirit? What are you sensing uh, for yourself when you hear this in your spirit? New season, new things. What do you believe God is saying to you? What do you believe God is speaking uh, in your life? What do you believe God is setting you up for? Again, we want to personalize this. Come on, right in the comment area. I want you to put, what are you sensing God doing in your life? What do you believe God 
God is saying? What do you believe God is articulating uh, in this season? What's connecting with you? What's resonating in your spirit when you hear new season, new things? Because God is doing it. And I don't want you to miss it. God is doing it. I don't want you to miss it. I'm going to say it again. I'm not being repetitive because I don't have anything else to say. I want it to resonate in your spirit. I want you to take ownership of this word. When you hear new season, new things, what is resonating in your spirit? What connects with you when you hear this? Come on, right in the comment area. Let me know what you believe God is saying. What are you sensing in your spirit? What is God revealing to you? What is God speaking to you? What is evolving in your life? What's unfolding in your life when you hear new season, new things? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, talk to me, saints. Talk to me. Talk to me, saints. When you hear new season, new things. Glory to God. All right, sister. Faith, power, strength, and peace. You don't even realize how much you're on it, sister. Faith, uh, power, strength, and peace. Somebody else. Change is coming is, and God is in control. Come on, lady Childs, don't preach my sermon for me. Glory to God. Y'all gonna think me and uh, lady Childs been talking when you see this PowerPoint. My God, change is coming and God is in control. Let me say it like this so you don't think we've been talking. Change is here and God is in control. Glory to job. Sister Maria said, new job. Won't you declare and decree that for yourself? Won't you believe that by faith? Come on, let's, let's connect in faith for Sister Maria new job. We believe that God is going to give you that new job and it's going to be the one that you desire. He's going to put you in the right place at the right time. He's going to open the right door uh, for you. It's going to be the right salary. Glory be to God. It's going to have the perfect benefits for you and your family. Nevasia, growth and expansion. I believe you all have been reading my notes. Glory to God growth and expansion. When you hear new season, new things, you hear what's resonating in your spirit is growth and expansion. Change is coming. God is in control, power, strength, and peace. I can just preach uh, what you all are saying because when I go into my notes, you, you're going to be able to see what I'm talking about. All right, anybody else real quick? I'm going to give you an opportunity um, to respond What's resonating in your spirit? What is God saying to you? What's unfolding in your life personally? Because I believe that God is doing something personal uh, for us. Glory to God. A lot of times when we hear prophetic words, we are automatically connected to the corporate body. And God is speaking to us corporately, but he's also speaking to us individually. And I don't want us to miss what God is saying. I don't want us to miss what God is doing because we think that God is speaking to somebody else. Nope, God is speaking to somebody else and God is also speaking to you. Won't you put it right in the comment area? God is speaking to me. God is speaking to you. And I'm praying that God will sensitize your ears to his voice. He will take the blinders off your eyes so you can see and discern what he's doing in this time and this season. All right, let's go to the scripture text. Our foundational text was found in Isaiah 43, verses 18 uh, through 19. Let's go there uh, real quick. And I pray you all 
are taking notes. It says, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. It says, remember ye not the former things. Now, it doesn't mean that what happened in previous seasons is not significant, but what God is saying through the prophet Isaiah, what I'm about to do in this season is going to be far better than what I did in the previous season. God is about to give us new memories. Glory to God. Won't you thank God for new memories right now? God is about to give you and I new memories. He's about to write a new chapter in your life. Put it in the comment area. God, I thank you for new memories. Won't you make it a little bit shorter? Thank you for new memories. We thank you, God, for new memories. He says, remember ye not the former things. In other words, what I'm about to do in this new season is going to be far better and greater than what I did for you in previous seasons. And, and for some of you in the past, for all of us in the past, God did some amazing things, some wonderful things, some things that astound us and amazed us and wowed us. But he says, what I'm about to do now, I'm telling you, it's going to literally blow your mind. He says, remember ye not the former things, neither, neither consider the things of old, behold, I need you to open your eyes, I need you to see, and I need you to recognize what I'm about to do right now. In other words, don't you miss it. Open your eyes. See, glory to God, it says, behold, I will do. I choose to do a new thing. God has chosen to do a new thing in your life. God has chosen to do a new thing in my life. He has made a choice. He has made a decision to do a new thing. It says, now it shall spring forth. In other words, a shift is going to take place. A change is going to happen. Now it shall spring forth. It's not going to spring forth later, but it's springing forth right now. It's happening for you right now. Come on, say it's happening for me right now. I, I know it may not seem like it's happening for you because you have some challenges. Some of you are going through some dark and hostile moments, but it's happening right now. God is using your setbacks to cause you to make a comeback, and he's going to release you into another dimension, another place of manifestation. He says, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? You're not going to be aware of it. You're going to miss it because of you caught up in your own stuff. Are you going, aren't going to miss it because you're uh, too connected to what has happened in the past? You have to celebrate the past and you have to move forward in your new season. Again, you have to celebrate the past and you have to move forward into your new season. Shall ye not know it? Listen, I will. This is what he's saying. I will even make a way in the wilderness. It may be dry around you, but I'm going to make a way for you. Glory be to God. Disaster may be happening all around you. Glory to God. Circumstances may be crazy around you. The storms in your life may be raging, but he says, I'm going to make a way in the wilderness. God is about to make a way where there seems to be no way. Woo! I feel like shouting up in here. I'm going to say it again. God is about to make a way where it seems to be no way. And some of you have been having a dry season in your life. 
but this season is about to get moist. Glory to God. He says, I'm going to make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. There's about to be a flow of the spirit in your life. Glory be to God. It reminds me in scripture in the book of Genesis was when the earth was without form uh, and it was, it was void and gross darkness covered the face of the earth. The Bible lets you know in the spirit, glory be to God, hoovered. The spirit rested, my God, and as the spirit hoovered over the face of the deep, the Bible lets you know, then, then God said, let there be, and I'm telling you right now, the spirit of God is about to hoover over your life. The spirit of God is about to cover every area of your life, and God is speaking into your situation. He's speaking into your circumstance. He's speaking into your condition. How is he speaking? He's utilizing my voice. He's utilizing your voice. Again, he's utilizing my voice as your man of God. He's utilizing your voice. That's why you have to saturate yourself in the word of God so you can declare and decree a thing and it shall be established in your life. And when I say that, it doesn't mean you're making it happen, but you're allowing God to watch over his word to perform it. Cover your situation with the word of God. Begin to speak life into your situation and watch your situation turn around. So again, he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. All right. Now, when you hear this word change, because in, in this new season, there's a lot of changes taking place. There's multiple changes that's taking place all around us and it's affecting our lives. And change is very uncomfortable. We don't like change. I asked a question, I was teaching the character educational class um, at our school and I asked a question. I said, who are you going to be in the next 10 to 15 years? Are you gonna be the same person you are now 10 to 15 years from now. And one of the students said, yes, I'm going to be the same person I am now 10 to 15 years from now because I don't like change. I don't like change. So none of us like change. So when you hear this word change, I, 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 what resonates in your spirit? Matter of fact, let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. I want you to define the word change. Define the word change. What does it mean to you because we're in changing times. We're in changing seasons and change is very uncomfortable. We don't like it. Sometimes we don't understand it. We don't know what's going, going on. God is stretching us and this thing does not, not feel good at all. So when you hear the word change, what resonates in your spirit? You define the word change in your own words. Come on, let, let me go right here in the comment area. Let me see what you're saying. Let me see what you're saying. I want you to define this word change. Come on, because we can all admit the change does not feel good. Matter of fact, change feels more like the devil than it does God. Change does not feel good. Making new, Nicola, glory to God, making new. Woo, my, 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 my. You all are tapped in this morning. Making new. So, Come on, somebody else give me something to work with because uh, I feel like preaching with Sister Nicola put down. Doing something that you may not normally do. That's good, Brother Todd. Doing something that you may not normally do. 
Change requires for you to do something that you would not normally do. Glory to God. Doing something different. Doing something different. Because if you do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. So you have to do something different if you're going to experience a new season. You have to do things that you may not normally do in order to experience a new season. You have to uh, posture yourself. You have to position yourself to allow God to make things new in your life. Good, Navasia. It means shift. It, it means transition. It means from going, going from one phase to another, one season to another, some sort of transition. You got it, uh, Mother Armstrong, is some sort of transition. And that's what's happening. Um, God is transitioning us. And I'm going to be repetitive with this statement. God is transitioning us so that he can transform us. God is transitioning us so that he can transform us. A matter of fact, God is transitioning us and he's transitioning it. He's transitioning us and he's transitioning it so he can transform us and transform it. There's a supernatural transformation that's taken place in our lives. We are evolving to become more like him, to look more like him. He takes us from glory to glory, from faith to faith, from victory to victory. We're not just going through transition just for the sake of going through transition, but he's taking us through transition so we can be transformed. He wants us to look more like him. He wants us to be more like him. He wants us to conduct ourselves more like him. So he has to transition us so that he can transform us. He has to bring us from where we are and so that we can go to the place he wants us to be so that we can accomplish those things he wants us to accomplish in life. Glory to God. All right, let me, let me, let's go to a scripture. Let's, let's, well, let me define this. Let me define change real quick. And I'm just going to run right through it because you all gave some good definitions and then I'm going to go to the scripture. It means to make different. God is making us all different. Just say God is making me different. Put it in the comment area um, on, on, on Facebook. God is making me different. Even on um, um, Instagram, Put, put in the comment area, God is making me different. God is making us different. God is altering our lives. He's cutting off all the unnecessary waste. Those things that in our lives that are not necessary for this new season, God is cutting it out of our lives. He's removing it. He's shaking those things that need to be shaken. And he's only allowing those things to remain that need to remain. God is altering our lives. He's altering our situations. He's altering our circumstances. Glory to God. God is making us different. It also means to replace with something else newer and better. God is making us newer and he's making us better. We're going to think more like him. We're going to act more like him. We're going to conduct ourselves and more like him. The Bible says it like this. The Bible says it like this. Better is the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof. Again, better is the ending of a thing 
than the, than the beginning thereof. God is bringing us to the end of a thing so that we can be better, so that we can be better people, so we can be better family members, we can be better uh, business persons. God wants us to be better Christians and better believers. He wants us to be a better example of him in the earth realm. So he's replacing something else. He's replacing things in our lives that's not like him with things that are like him. Oh my God. He's taking everything out of our lives that's not like him and he's depositing things in our lives that's like him. He's given us his characteristics, his traits, uh, his nature. And, and, and I said this the other day to somebody that this generation, and I'm talking about more, more about the times that we're living in more than uh, the different age categories. But this generation focuses more on gifts, focus more on gifts. They talk, I'm apostolic, I'm prophetic, I'm, I'm evangelistic and so on and so forth. But the generations before me, the generations before some, some of you all, they focused on fruit. So instead of uh, saying I'm more prophetic, I'm, I'm prophetic, I'm, I'm apostolic, I'm evangelistic, we need to be more kind. We need to be gentle. Come on. We need to be loving. We need to be patient. We need to be long suffering. Those are the characteristics and traits of Jesus Christ. Those are the fruit of the spirit. Those are the characteristics and traits of the Holy Spirit. And that's what God is doing. He's, he's replacing things in our lives with more of his fruit. Woo! My, 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 with more of his fruit. It also means to substitute. Let, let me give you scripture, Daniel 2 and 21. And I pray that you're learning something uh, on this morning. And please make sure that you like and share those of you that have come on late because somebody needs to hear of the practicality in this prophetic word. I, I let you all know uh, this earlier that uh, even though this is a prophetic word from the Lord, I'm going to be more pastoral in my presentation because I want to give you some steps so this word can become a reality uh, in your life. See, in the parking lot, I'm more evangelistic. It's more like a crusade um, environment uh, in the parking lot. But when I'm able to get on this platform, when I'm able to get into in-person gatherings, it allows me to be more pastoral. It allows me to, to teach more and dissect the word of God so we can have a greater understanding because if we're just hearers of the word and we're not doers of the word, there's not going to be any results in our lives. All right, Daniel 2 and 21, it says, and he changes the times and the seasons. This is very important. It's not us changing the times and the seasons. It's not the devil taking you through uh, what you're going through. Even though it's uncomfortable, even though you don't like it, it does not feel good. God is doing this. Let me say it like Lady Child said it in the comment area. God is in control. This is a God thing. God is doing this because he wants to get the greatness that's on the inside of you 
out of you. The Bible says he knows the plans that he has for you. He knows the plans that he has for you, and he knows what it's going to take in order for you to experience the plans that he has for you. Glory to God. So it's God that's changing the times in the seasons. Come on, just put it in the common area. Put God is in control. God is in control of this. God is doing this. God is working this. The Bible says he that begun a good work, he begun the work. He, he's faithful to perform it. Glory be to God until the day of Christ Jesus. There's about to be a performance in your life. There's about to be a manifestation in your life, but you have to allow God to complete the work. You have to allow God to work in your life. You have to allow your life to evolve. You have to go through this metamorphosis process. You have to go through this, this process of transformation so the plans that God has for you can become a reality so you can handle the plans that God God has for you. So you prepare to receive the plans that God God has for you. So the Bible says again, and he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings. God is about to remove things out of your way so that he can raise you up. Check it out. It says he Woo! Somebody shout hallelujah. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know knowledge. He removeth kings. There are some people in positions that, let me say it like this. There are some people in some places and positions that you're supposed to be in that God is about to remove out of those places and out of those positions so he can raise you up and place you in those places, in those positions. In other words, God is removing all the hindrances. He remo he's removing all the blockage. He's removing um, everything out of your pathway that can potentially cause you not to experience this new season. God is about to raise you up. My, 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 my. Just throw up your hands and say, God, I thank you for raising me up. God is about to raise you up to your place of prominence. Glory be to God. To your place of effectiveness. To your place of productivity. Your place of, of fruitfulness. God is about to raise you up. Not so you can get the big head. Not so you can think you're so wonderful. But this is all about him. This, this has nothing to do with you. God is just about to use you. He's about to get glory out of your life. Glory be to God. Put in the comment area, God, I thank you for raising me up. I thank you for raising me up. God is raising you up in this season. And again, you may not like the process because it doesn't feel good. Oh, my God, my God. But go through the process. Stick and stay. Ooh, be fortified in this season. My God, make sure, amen, you are focused. Have the ability, glory be to God, to stay on track with the will of God for your life in the midst of opposition. Glory to God. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's move on. Now, there, there's three things that are required in this new this season. There's three things that are required in this, this new season. Number one, teaching. Number two, 
training, and number three, touching, which denotes connectivity. Again, there's three things that are required in this new season. If you're going to experience this new season in your life, if you're going to experience new things in your life, these three, three, these three things are required. Teaching, training, and touching. You have never been this way before. What you have known is not good enough for this season. Because you've never been this way before. You've never experienced a pandemic. Everything around us is changing technologically, economically, educationally. It's all changing. You've never been this way before. So you have to open yourself up to be taught. You have to open yourself up to be taught. Glory be to God. You have to open yourself up to be trained. And then you have to be connected, touched. You have to be connected around the right people. You have to get rid of all liabilities in your life. You only need assets in your life. People that's going to add to you. People that's going to stretch you. People that's going to challenge you. People that's going to make you feel like you are the dumbest person in the room. That's the environment you need to be in so God can stretch you. You need to be taught. There's things that you don't understand that's going on in the realm of the spirit. And you need to get a greater understanding. You're taught through the word of God. You're taught by your man of God. Glory be to God. And you're taught by the Holy Spirit. That's why the enemy doesn't want you to uh, be on virtual platforms when we're ministering. He doesn't want you to be in the parking lot when we're ministering. He doesn't want you to be a part of Bible study because he knows that if you are, you're going to get the necessary instructions, glory be to God, to be able to walk in this new season and maximize this new season. You need to be trained. God is doing a new thing. So there's new strategies, there's new techniques, there's new insight, glory be to God, that's required so that you can experience God's abundance, so you can maximize this moment. This is a defining moment, glory to God. All right, you want me to give you some scripture for this? Let's go to Luke, the second chapter, and the 52nd verse. Glory to God. It says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. Jesus grew. Jesus grew. Now, what happened in the previous verses, uh, uh, Jesus and his, and his family, um, uh, John and his mother Mary, they had went to the festival. Jesus had, um, Jesus had removed himself from all the activities that was going on at the festival. And he went down to the temple and he was teaching and he was astounding all of the religious leaders of that day with, with the wisdom and insight and the understanding of the word of God uh, that he had. His mother and father had been looking for him for three days. Uh, they, they were sorrowful. They couldn't find him. They found him. Uh, in the temple, and they themselves was astounded at the wisdom that he had. They were astounded by the insight. They was astounded by all that he knew. And they was like, yo, where, where have you been? Excuse my vernacular. So where, where, where you been? He was like, listen, you're asking me where, where I've been? You should know uh, where I was. He said, listen, I must be about my father's business. In other words, he said, I don't have time for all those festivities um, that you all uh, were participating in. I must be about my father's business. And the Bible 
lets you know, the Bible lets you know that he left a way with them and he submitted himself to them. In other words, even though Jesus was knowledgeable, even though Jesus had wisdom and insight, he had a lot to learn. So he had to submit himself to his mother and father so he can be taught and so he can be trained. It was 18 years later that Jesus stepped on the scene, glory be to God, to do ministry. See, he had to go through a time of training. He had to go through a time, time of teaching because he should, even though you must be about your father's business, you, you, you're supposed to respect those that have authority in your life, those that have rule over you. You have to respect your mother and your father. See, let me explain something to you. You do not know it all. So you have to open yourself up to learn new things in this season. It doesn't matter how old you are. You need to open yourself up to new things, new ideas. And let me explain something to you. Let, uh, uh, let, me, let me go to this, this, this particular story. You remember Joshua, he had to lead the children of, of Israel into the promised land. One of the things he said to them, this way you've never been before. You've never been this way before. God gave Joshua the strategy. God gave Joshua the instructions. And I'm telling you something, in this season, you do not want to miss opportunities to hear and divine instructions from the Lord. And again, God will speak through the man of God, your pastor or your pastors, and God will speak through his word and he'll speak through the Holy Spirit. And as Jesus submitted himself to his mother and father, then the Bible goes along with saying this fifth, uh, 52nd verse of the second chapter of Luke, and Jesus grew. When you submit yourself to authority, when you submit yourself to the voice of God, you will grow in wisdom and in stature and favor, not only with God, but favor with man. As you grow in this season, God is going to give you favor with him and he's going to give you favor with other people. Woo, I just prophesied and you all didn't even know it. As you grow in this season, as you open yourself up to be taught, as you open yourself up to be trained, as you surround yourself with the right people, glory to God. God is going to give you favor with him and he's going to give you favor with others. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. There's three things this new season is going to do. There's three things this new season is going to do. Number one, it's going to stretch you. It's going to strengthen you and it's going to stabilize you. Again, there's three things this new season is going to do. Number one, it's going to stretch you. Lord have mercy. How many of you are being stretched by God right now? You know you're being stretched. Matter of fact, you didn't even know God was stretching you. You just know you was being stretched. And because of the stretching, you start stressing. Oh, my God. But God is going to remove all the stress. And he's going to give you the strength, the stamina, and the ability, amen, to accomplish what you need to accomplish in this season. So these are the three things that, that God is doing in this season. He's stretching you. He's strengthening you. He's stretching you to strengthen your spiritual muscles. Again, he's stretching you to strengthen your spiritual muscles. 
to make you stronger in the things of God, to make you stronger in the things of the kingdom. So he's stretching you, he's strengthening you so that he can stabilize you. So you can take root in what God is doing. Glory be to God. So you can become stabilized in what God is doing. So that when the storms of life, when the, the winds begin to blow contrary to what God is doing, you, you may bend, you may rock from side to side, but you are not, you are not moved by what's going on around you. You're steadfast, you're unmovable. You're always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So again, God is stretching you in this new season. He's strengthening you and he's stabilizing you. Let's go to 1 Peter 5 and 10. And I'm almost done. Glory to God. Let's go to 1 Peter 5 and 10. It says, after you have suffered. Now, I'm not talking about suffering because of what the enemy is doing in your life. Stretching, <laughs> stretching is a kind of suffering. It's painful. It's a, it's, it's a type of suffering. Transformation is a type of suffering. Glory to God. Change is a type of suffering. But check out what the scripture says. After, whoo, my God, you go through this process. After you suffered a little while, come on, just say it's only going to be for a little while. It's only going to be for a little while. It's not a lifetime experience. It's a momentary experience. Whoo, my God. After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who, who imparts his blessings and favor. God is imparting blessings and favor upon your life. Let me say it again. God is imparting blessings and favor upon, upon your life. It says, who imparts his blessings and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in, in Christ, will himself. Come on, here we go again. God is doing it. He's doing it himself. Angels are not doing it. God is handling this. My God, God's hand is involved. It's called divine providence. He, he, you can be going through a mess. You can be experiencing mess. Um, but God puts his hand in the mess. The mess doesn't get on him. He puts his hand in the mess and he works on you. Oh, my God. See, it says he, he will himself can complete God is completing you he will confirm God will confirm his word in your life by manifesting manifesting it in your life he himself will complete come on put it back on the screen he will confirm strengthen and establish you who God is strengthening you he's establishing you he's making you what you ought to be Woo, God is making you what you ought to be. Come on, just say, God, I thank you for making me what I ought to be. Put it right in the comment area. God, I thank you for making me what I ought to be. He's making you what you ought to be. He's promised you things. He told you what you were going to do in this life, what you, how you were going to produce it in this life. He's spoken prophetic words over your life. Some of you have had some dreams while you were sleeping. He's saying, I'm making you now. 
See, that's what this process is. It's a making process. It's a molding process. He's the potter. You're the clay. He's spinning you. He's forming you. He's, he's shaping you. He's taking the pebbles and, and the rocks and the stones out of your life. And he's making you what you ought to be. Come on, I need to see it in the common area. Lord, make me what I ought to be. I, I don't like it, but make me what I ought to be. I don't like the way it feels. I don't like what I'm experiencing. I don't like what I'm going through. It's dark. It's lonely. I don't want to get weary in this, but God, listen, I don't understand none of this, but I can say to you right now, make me what I ought to be. Woo, how many of you want to be what God wants you to be? Just say, I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I can be who God says I can be. He's making you. Woo! I feel like shouting. I feel like running. I feel like leaping. I feel like dancing. I feel like clapping because I'm excited about this making process in your life. Woo! I can't wait to see what God is making you to be. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo! God is making you. He's molding you. He's He's shaping you. Cry and celebrate all at the same time. My God, you're crying because you don't like the way it feels, but you're celebrating because you know what God is doing. Before this morning, you didn't know what God is doing, but I'm making an announcement this morning that God is making you. <laughs> Y'all have to excuse me on this morning. I am so excited. My God, I wish we were in the sanctuary right now. I say, take a praise break. If you're bold enough, take a praise break right in your living room, your dining room. If you're on the treadmill, my God, speed up the pace and start running faster. But open your mouth, start shouting right where you are. Start clapping, start rejoicing, because now you recognize and you realize what God is doing. God is making you. He's making you. Ooh, they used to sing a song, I want to be like Jesus. Ooh, glory be to God. They used to sing another song. He, he's making me. He's making me. He's molding me. He's shaping me. My God. God is making you who you ought to be, what you ought to be. And the world is waiting on you. The Bible says the whole world, the whole creation is is moaning, is groaning, is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The world is waiting on you. Glory be to God. That job is, is waiting on you. It's been experiencing somebody else. It's, it's waiting on you. That boardroom is waiting on you. My God, it's waiting on you. It's wait, your, your family is waiting on you. Oh, my God. God is making you what you ought to be. My grandfather, the late Reverend John Jack Johnson, used to say, God, make me what I ought to be. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't understand it, uh, but I understand it now. He used to say, God, make me who I ought to be. Make me what I ought to be. Come on, won't you say it right now? God, make me who I ought to be. Oh, my God. He wants you to be who he wants you to be in the season. All right, let me end with this. Now, let me give you some action points. I got to give you some action steps uh, this morning. Let me drink to that last statement. Let me drink to it.
Let me give you some action steps. Because if you don't take any steps to make this a reality in your life, this is just good preaching. And it is good preaching. I'm, I'm, I must say myself, it's, it's good preaching. But you have to take some steps. Come on, faith without corresponding action brings no results. And we want to be a result-driven people. Going to give you these action steps. And then I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for those individuals that are not saved, that have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I'm going to pray for you. There are some action steps you have to take in order for you to experience this new life in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Let me give you these action steps. Now, you, you, you need to get pen and paper out. You may need to screenshot this. Um... Because you need to take these steps in order for this to become a reality, this new season to become a reality in your life. Number one, write down five new things you want to see in your life before the end of the year. I need you to write down five new things you want to see in your life before the end of the year. Number two, I need you to write down five things you want to see happen in the ministry before the end of the year. Y'all got it? Uh, write down five thing, new things you want to see in your life. This is personal before the end of the year. Now, this is corporate. This is connected to the ministry. The next one. Write down five new things you want to see happen in the ministry before the end of the year. And you, you can put some of those things in the comment area if you would like to. Uh, that'll let me know what you want to see and what you want to experience, what you want to want to manifest in your life. But this is the most important action step right here. Write down five things you're going to do because you have to do something if it's going to happen. Write down five things you're going to do in order to see it happen. Whew, you have to write down five things you're going to do. You got to do something now. If any of this is going to happen, if you're going to see any of this in your life, there's, you, you have to do something yourself. God is not going to do it all. Write down five things you're going to do to see these things happen in your life. So what I want to do right now, I, first of all, the first thing I want to do, I want to pray for people that's watching right now. You've heard this message. It resonated in your spirit. It connected with you. And you know you need your life to change. You know you need Jesus Christ to become Lord and Savior in your life. That's the new thing. That's the new season in your, in your life. The Bible says, he that's in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Don't you allow this moment to pass you by. Don't you miss this season, this defining moment, this, this opportunity for you to receive Jesus Christ. In. Your life is a wreck. You've been facing challenges. Some of you are dealing with addictions, whether it's drug, alcohol, sexual addictions, perversion, whatever it may be. Some of you are suicidal. Some of you, your, your marriage, your family is a disaster. You can't fix it yourself. You need Jesus Christ. You need Jesus Christ to come into your life 
and save you. I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I want you to repeat this prayer after me. I need you to say, Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. Come into my life right now and save me. Forgive me of all of my sins. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you've raised your son, Christ Jesus, from the dead just for me. And I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Repeat these last few words with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind. Take your hands off my soul. I feel the Holy Ghost. Take your hands off my spirit. Whew, glory to God. I belong to God. Hallelujah. Mm. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you repeated that prayer after me, we all would like to take this time out to welcome you to the body of Christ. Thank you for joining this family of baptized believers. And I need you to do a favor for me while, while everyone is watching, is typing right on uh, right in the comment area. Welcome to the body of Christ. If you repeated this prayer after me, I need you to take these next steps. It's very important. You remember, I let you know in this message that there's three things that you need to do in this new season. There's three things required. Teaching, training, touching, connectivity. We want to connect with you right now. And this is our way of connecting with you so we can help you in your Christian walk. What I need you to do right now, I need you to text 845-209-1303. Again, text 845-209-1303. Right there in the message area, just put NEWB, N-E-W-B. Send us a text message and someone from our aftercare team will be in contact with you in the next 24 to 48 hours so they can put some information in your hand and take you through a step-by-step -step process so that you can be stabilized in your Christian walk. Also, there's an easier way you can do this. You can put your phone right up on the screen, right where the QR code is. You can, where you take a picture, you can open up that, that app and you can put that right on the screen at the QR code and some information to pop up and you can fill out all the information uh, that way. So again, you can text us or you can put your phone right over the QR code, scan that QR code, and you can send us your information that way. So again, welcome to the body of Christ. Listen, real quick, I wanna pray for everyone else. You already have Jesus Christ in your life, but I wanna pray for this new season so that you can experience new things. I wanna pray that God, as he stretches you, he strengthens you, that he stabilize you. I want to pray that God will teach you. You open yourself up to be taught. You open yourself up to be trained. And you make sure you open yourself up to be touched. Connectivity. You connect with the right people. I want to pray for divine connections right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you for everyone that's watching. We thank you. For your word that you've released, your word is a lamp unto our feet and light unto our path. It gives us insight 
We thank you for the revelation of your word. We thank you for truth on today. We thank you, O oh God, for receptivity. We thank you for allowing us to receive your word on today. Now, Father, we ask you to continue to stretch us, continue to strengthen us, continue to stabilize us, continue to transform us. But Father, we ask you to open the eyes of our understanding that we may be enlightened and know the hope of our calling by your son, Christ Jesus. We come against every distraction. We come against every derailment. We come against the spirit of discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for allowing us to be focused. Thank you for allowing us to be faithful. Thank you, O oh God, for fortifying us right now in this season. Give us the boldness to do and to accomplish in this season. And Father, we declare no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you for the momentum shift that's taking place in our lives right now. We thank you for speeding up the pace. We thank you for it right now. We thank you for transitioning us and transforming us. We thank you for making all things new. You're moving us forward. We thank you for new marching orders. We thank you for not only the gifts being manifested in our lives, but we thank you for the fruit of the spirit being manifested in our lives. We thank you for making us who and what we ought to be in this season and beyond and father we give your name the glory we speak confusion into the plans the tactics and the schemes of the enemy right now we thank you for altering his plans right now in the name of jesus we thank you oh god for demolishing his works right now we thank you for the blood of jesus covering our lives right now in jesus name god we give your name the glory hallelujah we give your name the honor we give your name the praise right now in jesus name let all of God's people shout amen. Listen, I'm sensing something in my spirit. I sense a miracle taking place right now. God is healing somebody's body right now. I don't know who's watching that, that, that's experiencing sickness or disease or an affliction, but God is miraculously healing your body right now. God is taking some inflammation out of somebody's body right now. Mm, glory be to God. He's removing information I, I i'm just hearing the holy spirit right now he's giving me a word of knowledge he's he's your body has been inflamed a certain area of your body has been inflamed and god is removing that inflammation right now glory be to god i sense the holy spirit move he's giving somebody peace of mind your mind has been all over the place glory be to god you've been unsettled in your mind i speak peace in your mind right now god is releasing peace in someone's home right now your marriage has been kind of topsy-turvy it's, it's been going through a storm the storms of life has hit your marriage and i speak peace in your home right now mm, glory to god god is restoring the joy of somebody's salvation you've been discouraged glory to god because of this season because this process you've been going through, I speak encouragement into you right now. He takes the diss off the encouragement and he gives you encouragement right now. He is encouraging you right now as you encourage yourself in the Lord. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost right where you are. Just lift your hands and just begin to worship God. Begin to tell him how much you love him, how much you appreciate him. 
how much you adore him. Glory to God, how thank you, thankful you are Woo! that he's doing what he's doing in your life, how appreciative you are in this season. God is moving by his spirit right now. Glory to God, hallelujah. My time is up. I just want to do something. I've got a few things that I need to do. This is our time of sowing into the kingdom of God. This is a time where you get an opportunity to partner with us in our evangelistic efforts by returning your tithe, which is 10% of everything that he has blessed you with. God, it only asks for a dime out of every, every dollar. And I'm telling you right now, when you tithe, when you return the tithe unto the Lord, he will keep the windows of heaven blessing open over your life. You cannot be God-given no matter how you try. The offering is the seed that you sow and you are sowing into good ground. We do some amazing things here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. We have multiple outreach ministries. We're touching our community with our, our weekly food pantry. And also we have a food truck that comes in with like 48,000 pounds uh, of food twice a month and it feeds the entire Hudson Valley uh, region. Those that come and pick up uh, the food is it's all free. Uh, we have our, our prison ministry that's been going on, uh, Serenity House ministry where we minister to women that's in, in transition. We have some awesome things that's going on here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. So when you sow into our ministry, you're sowing into good ground. It's not going towards cars, cash, clothes, and cribs, but it's going to towards advancing the kingdom of God. And we are an accountable ministry. We are accountable to everything, for everything that comes in. And there's three ways that you can give. The first way you can give, you can download the Give Plus app or Van Code Give app, either the Give Plus app or Van Code Give app, and just search for the Point of Praise Family Life Center. That's point with, with an E. Uh, search for the Point of Praise Family Family Life Center, and uh, you can give your tithe and return your offering that way. Also, you can text the give by texting this number. 845-253-9216. Again, text 845-253-9216. Uh, right there in the message area, put the amount that the Holy Spirit leads you to give. You may want to write the whole monthly budget off uh, for our outreach ministry, which is about thirty-five to $3,500 to $4,000. God may lead you to write that off. God may lead you to sow $1,000, $500, $200, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to give on today, please do so. Also, you can go to our online <clears throat> website, www.thepointwithaneonline.org. Again, www.thepointwithaneonline.org. You can press the secure give a tab and you can return your tithe and give your offering that way we thank you and we praise god for uh, you being willing to sow into the kingdom of god i'm going to pronounce the father's blessing over your seeds over your tithes on this morning god we thank you and we praise you for this opportunity to sow into the kingdom we declare jobs and better jobs houses and land inheritances and estates bonuses and surprises. We declare and decree that every way is made, every need is met, and every door is open. In Jesus' name, let all of God's people shout, amen. Listen, don't go anywhere. I got a couple of announcements. I need 
uh, to give you. We are preparing, I'm so excited about this, for our in-person gathering, our upper room worship experience right in our dining hall area uh, at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. You need to register for this in-person gathering because there's a limited amount of seating. So you need to register. If you do not register, you will not be able uh, to come in for our worship experience. Masks are going to be required um, as you enter uh, the building. And because of the limited amount of space, everyone that comes to our worship experience is going to have to be vaccinated. Uh, because we don't have enough space right now. Our, our main sanctuary is under renovation, so we are not able to use our main sanctuary and spread out like we will be able to spread out. We'll be in our upper room um, at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. So listen, again, you have to register, so you need to go to our website. You need to go to our website in order to register www.thepointonline.org again www.thepointonline.org and that's the p-o-i-n-t-e pointonline.org thank you for putting that that information up you need to fill out the registration information uh in detail our doors will open at at 10 o'clock um so that uh, everything can be in place and we ask everyone that's going to be serving you need to be there at 9 30 and those people that are in charge of the different areas of ministries that will be um, serving during our in-person worship gatherings they will be contacting their teams so we need you to make sure that you follow all the instructions um, also I want you to know that our in-person worship experiences are only going to be every first and third Sunday. Only every first and third Sunday. Let's fill that upper room up. I can't wait. My God, I can't wait to see you all in person. It's been a long time. Also, if you want to be a, become a part of this ministry, I believe this is an amazing ministry. If you want to become a part of this ministry either virtually or in person what you can do right now you can text 845-209-1303 again text 845-209-1303 right in the message area put the word join and someone from my aftercare team will be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours or you can scan the qr code that's on your screen right now uh, it will pull up all the necessary information that you need to fill out and we will receive that information and be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Well, looking forward to seeing you on next Sunday in our in-person gathering. Please, I can't stress it enough, make sure you go to our website and you register. Do not wait till the last minute to register. Again, do not wait to the last minute to register. It doesn't matter how long you've been a part of the ministry and we love you. We thank you for your time of service. But this is very important because we're following all the CDC uh, guidelines. We wanna make sure that everyone is safe and we thank God for your longevity and your faithfulness. But if you do not register, 
you will not be able to get into the worship experience. And also at this time, it's not going to be like this in the future. We don't believe, but at this time, you have to be vaccinated in order to be a part of the worship experience because of, of the space, the lack of space that we have. If we were in our larger sanctuary, things may be a little bit different, but our, our, our main sanctuary is under construction. It's going through a time of renovation. It's about to be new. It's a new season all, all, across, all the way across the board at the point of praise, Family Life Center. Well, uh, until Tuesday night, we pray that you all join us Tuesday night uh, for our virtual Connecting Point Bible study with our senior pastor, Superintendent James Childs. We pray that you join us because this will be your time of teaching and your time of training and your time of touching. I don't want you to miss those points. You need to be at our Connecting Point uh, Bible study we're in a wonderful series entitled The Art of Personal Evangelism, and you do not want to miss it. Well, we pray that this week for you is blessed, prosperous, and successful, full of praise reports and testimonies of victory. Until the next time, let's stay in faith, let's stay focused. Most of all, let's stay connected because together we make a difference. God bless you. Have an awesome week.